reads as follows, a few days later when Jesus again entered Capernaum. The people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. So men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. I love that text, that phrase, that statement, that powerful declaration uh, that Jesus is, that this text shares with us. And that is when Jesus saw their faith. Can God see your faith right now? Allow me to put a tag on this, and that is simply making room. Making room. Our whole nation is paralyzed right now. It has been crippled by the likes of something we have never seen before. We don't have any answers about where this comes from. And in a real sense, how to get rid of it at this particular time. It just happened. It's just here. Maybe that's how this man felt about his paralysis at some point. It just happened. It was just there. Life is full of interruptions. Things we don't expect to happen even when we do things that can lead to those things happening. Allow me to make it plain. Nobody really smokes anticipating a diagnosis of cancer, but it happens. It becomes an unexpected interruption in life. We tend to operate from the premise that we are the exception and never really the rule. That it won't happen to me. We have witnessed this kind of behavior from people of all ages in regards to coronavirus, that's that sense of being invisible, invincible, thinking that it really won't happen to them. What about the people around you? What about the people you care about? You may survive, but what about your mom, your dad? your grandparents, in these times we have to think about others and not just ourselves. And that's what we see in this text. That's what we encounter in this text with these four friends. Four friends who have come together to help one friend who is paralyzed. They get information that Jesus is in town. How many of you know and believe that right now in our world, right now in our community, right now in your home, that Jesus is in town? 
I need somebody to understand that in the midst of this crisis called COVID-19, that Jesus is in town, uh, that he is very present in this situation. They must, these four friends must have heard about Jesus performing miracles. Therefore, they decided it was an opportunity to get their friend to Jesus to be healed. But upon arriving at the place where Jesus was, they discovered that there was no room, no access to get to Jesus. They were close, but not close enough. They had have gotten their friend this far only to face the obstacle of a crowd standing in their way. The challenge of having other people who are around who like them have brought a loved one uh, to be healed. It's crowded with people who are needing to be healed and people who just want to see Jesus. And in some ways, maybe there were some folk that were just nosy, just wanted to know what was going on. There was a crowd, there was a barrier facing, uh, facing them at this particular time. Uh, they were, in a real sense, carrying something of great concern to them. Their friend, they're carrying their friend. They are, in a real sense, carrying his hope. They're carrying his hope. They're carrying not only the hope for him, but they're carrying the hope for his wife. They're carrying the hope for his children. And they're carrying the hope for his community. They are also close to a cure, but it's crowded. Today across our world, we who are Christians must pick up our friends. We must pick up our community. We must pick up our country. And we must pick up our world and begin to carry it to Jesus. See, we carry the hopes of healing. We carry the hope of a cure. We carry the hope for jobs. We carry the hope for togetherness. Yet, yet just like these four friends in this scripture, we have encountered much crowdedness. We are crowded by fears, crowded by selfishness, crowded by ignorance, crowded by folk trying to control what is out of control in their lives. Yet we are called this particular time to carry hope through the crowd. And hope, and the hope we carry is greater than the crowds we face. Let me say that again. The hope that we carry is greater than the crowd we face. Songwriter said, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the, the sweetest friend, but I wholly lean on Jesus' name. I'm trying to tell you church that we carry the hope that the world needs today. We carry hope how we 
live and how we respond matters. We must carry hope beyond COVID-19 and not allow COVID-19 to carry us. Let me say that again. We must carry hope beyond the crowdedness of COVID-19 and not allow it to carry us. The Bible declares in Romans, the fifth chapter, that we have a hope that won't disappoint us. So I say to you this morning, carry it. Don't let the crisis carry you. You carry it. Hold on to your hope. Hope, hope in knowing that this will end. Hope in knowing that God is still in control. That God is a God of recovery. Hope in knowing that whatever is lost shall and will be gained. Carry your hope. I don't know how far these friends had to travel to get their friend to Jesus. All I know is that they got there. They got there. They never quit. They never stopped carrying him. There are some hopes that have to travel through some difficult places. But the God, the good news is that God will give strength to the weary. For his power is made perfect in our weakness. Don't quit, just keep carrying hope. It was Jesus who carried the hope of salvation up a hill called Calvary. Hope was nailed to a cross, died on the cross, but hope rose early Sunday morning. I wish I had somebody who could shout right now, who understood what I was preaching about. I still have hope. Come on, tell yourself, I still have hope. Tell somebody around you, I still have hope. And we have been designed and created and made and fashioned in a way to carry hope. Even if we have to go through hell, just like Jesus did, we still know how to hold on to the hope that we need and the world needs. Uh, we carry this hope. You're made to carry hope. We already have a victory over what we experience in life. We just need to carry hope until we see Jesus. I believe I said something. We need to carry hope until we see Jesus. Sickness may come, but I'm carrying my hope. Disease may hit, but I'm carrying my hope. Financial setbacks, but I'm carrying my hope. I'm carrying my hope. Brokenness may happen, but I'm carrying my hope. They had, these four friends had a destination in mind and was not satisfied with getting close. They wanted to get to Jesus. When we face trials, tribulations, our destination must always be Christ. We cannot be happy with partial accomplishments, satisfied with being in the crowd but not being positioned where Christ can heal us. We must get to Jesus. Get to Jesus. Right now we must pick up a crippled country that needs hope and get it to Jesus. Regardless of what the president or our government officials are doing or not doing, 
we have something to do. We must pick up our elderly and make sure that they're taken care of. Pick up our children who are out of school and make sure they're taken care of. Pick up those who are in nursing homes and make sure they're taken care of. Pick up those who have lost income and make sure they're taken care of. We make sure we get them to Jesus. We must not stop at the doorsteps of a crowded place while carrying a crippled country. Let me say that again. We must not stop at the doorsteps of a crowded place while carrying a crippled country. That means we worship in spite of. We praise in spite of. We help those in need in spite of. We love in spite of. We support in spite of. And we keep believing in spite of. We get to Jesus by any means necessary. The text said that there was no room, but these four men believed in the power of the Lord so much that they made room where there was no room. They made room where there was no room. Touch somebody and say it's time to make some room. Touch yourself and and declare right now that it's time to make some room. We can't be closed out by politics that doesn't benefit the people. We can't be closed out by greed, greed in the middle of this crisis. We can't be closed out by notions of scarcity. We can't be closed out by ignorance. We can't be closed out by selfishness. We can't be closed out. Don't let the enemy close you out. We have the capacity to make room at all times when it comes to getting to Jesus. Our country needs us to make room. Our community needs us to make room. Your family needs you to make room. Things might be crowded, but we can still make room to get to Jesus. That's good news, church. Your miracle is in your ability to make room. Come on, declare it. My miracle is in my ability to make room. Uh, your miracle is in the room you make. The Bible says that your gift will make room for you. It's time to use your gifts to make room for each other. Make room for Jesus to heal our land. Make room for him to provide the breakthrough. Make room for him to be glorified in the midst of what we're facing. Make room for Jesus. Songwriter simply said, I will make room for you. I will make room for you. Anybody ready to make room for what Jesus can do? I invite you right now to make room for the one who's able. Why don't you make room? Make room to see 
make room for everything God's getting ready to do. Make room for the victory right now. If you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, we extend an invitation to you right now to receive him. If you need a church home, just send send, send us something right now and we'll be happy to receive you. Send a response. Whatever your need is, if you need prayer, make room. Allow Jesus to show up and show out in your life right now. Why don't you make room? Hello, my name is Constance. Praise Team Seeger here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. Thank you for listening. You can learn more about our congregation online at onefellowshipumc.org. You can also like us on Facebook in order to stay up to date with the latest events and activities taking place in our community. Please feel free to share this message and others on social media so that more people can hear about what God is doing here at One Fellowship Church. Thank you and God bless.